0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Block Blog Talk Radio Nation, it is Friday, and you are tuned into the cutting room floor. I am LeVar, and as always, joining me on this wonderful ride is my wonderful co-host, Mary. What's going on?
0: Not a whole lot. How are you doing?
1: Doing all right. Doing all right. It is, like I said, another Friday. We're a couple of weeks out from Thanksgiving. This year has gone by so fast. It did. Yes, so, so fast. It really but, did. Yes. <laughs> And uh, while I it is on my mind, uh, for all of you who want to keep up with us more, you can keep up with me on Twitter at News Comment BTR, on Facebook at News and Comment Network Blog Talk Radio, or at our official web page at wix dot com forward slash fan page. And of course, you can keep up with Mary over at.
0: Louise Mama on Twitter. Uh huh. Good
1: yeah, luck I on know. finding how to spell that. <laughs> I know, right? Or they can do it when I actually mention you before we uh, do our shows on Friday. So yeah, This is true. Yep, they can do that way. So, see, they stuck their tongue out and so they can found you. <laughs> but I was, I don't know how to take what I found this week. This comes uh, from here out of Chicago. There is a supplement to the Chicago Tribune called Red Eye. Great paper. Uh, I love reading it because it's so hip and it has a lot of uh, things around uh, the city itself, things that are going on, kind of, you know, hits towards the younger people. And they have a sex columnist on there. Uh, Her name is Anna Poli. And this particular question, uh, she answers relationship questions, and I'm going to read this, as it were, in the paper. Uh, and the question came from someone, they said, not like a virgin. They said this was their problem. They said, in quote, I started dating a guy about a month ago, I really, and this is a woman. She says I really like him, and I'm interested in seeing where it goes, except for one thing. He's a 36-year-old virgin who's waiting until marriage to have sex. She says she's been sexually active for well over a decade, and I feel like this is too big of a difference to overcome. Plus, if we do become serious, I'm not willing to wait until marriage to find out if we're sexually compatible. Do I dump him, or give it some time, or try to convince him that waiting isn't necessarily the best idea? Now, Anna, <laughs> in her answer, said, "Dump him. Oh, you want more? Dump him, please. Yesterday." She says, considering that he made it to, that he's made it to 36 without being swayed by the awesomeness of sexual intercourse. I don't think trying to convince him otherwise at this point is a viable life strategy for you. I would rather you spend your energy doing about 100,000 other things instead of that, things like reading Harry Potter in Latin, learning how to ice fish, or naming all of your shoes after Disney characters based on size, color, and personality. She says, unless he's one of those, quote, religious loophole types that can engage in other kinds of sexual acts as long as it doesn't involve uh, P and the V, i are slim that this is an issue you can overcome through willpower or persuasive PowerPoint slides. Even if that was the case and you were allowed an occasional handful of croutons from the sexual buffet, I still wouldn't recommend that you tolerate a quasi-sexless existence for years on the off chance that marriage would be the magical solution to all that not exactly agreed upon celibacy. She says it's hard enough to find people with whom we're compatible uh, and who were, uh, also reciprocate those feelings while having to factor in at it, add it and dare I say unnecessarily, complication of wildly opposing sexual agendas, which is non-negotiable for many people, and judging from your question, it seems to be uh, for you as well. As you put it, it's likely, quote, too big of a difference to overcome. You're just getting to know him, so most of what you see is potential, and that's not a bad thing. But when it comes to one's fundamental beliefs, you're starting with a, very, a pretty big handicap if you continue to date him. Some emotions are going to be get involved. One thing will lead to another. And before you're a partial owner of a lesbian co-op in Skokie and you're not getting laid, nobody wants that. Least of all, your vagina. So get out now before that happens. Don't compromise the beliefs you feel intrinsic. In, uh, oh, God, I'm going to mess that up. For some reason, you might never change. And above all, never, ever settle for anything less than the routine banging you so clearly deserve. Now, not that I have an issue with the advice that was given. It just seemed kind of harsh. Because first of all, if this were the situation, and I'm going to put this to you in this way. Okay. If someone came to you and asked you this exact question, or mm-hmm. you were in... Uh, my perfect, advice would be
0: the same advice. Dump them, dump them quick, get out now.
1: So even if this was like the most perfect guy, and maybe on the off chance that... I mean, but she does not know. Now, he said, now, you know, I think when it gets to a certain point, some things could potentially change, I think, depending on the person. Don't you think that it could I mean, because we don't see in here, she didn't say it was a religious thing. So that pretty much kind of leads out the whole thing of, um, now, I, I'm going to stop first to say that I actually do agree with the advice. I thought it was kind of harsh. I mean, it was presented, but. Um, it was but brilliant. What are you talking about, harsh? I, brilliant. I don't, I don't agree, it, but, okay, if that were you in this woman's uh-huh. position, what would you do?
0: Dump now him. She's already. I him. You, huh? I would dump him. Okay. This is, okay, that is harsh for me to say I would dump him. I would stop dating him. Uh, The reason for it being, that is a a core belief. That is something that, not even a belief, it's a practice. Um, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You want to be sexually active before you're married, okay. You don't want to be sexually active before you're married, okay. You know, whatever your choice is, that's a choice that every single person is allowed to have, allowed to make on their own behalf. The issue is he said that he does not want to have sex until he is married.
1: Now, there's always a loophole. Because you know how some people say religiously that they don't want to do it and it's their belief. But I think a lot of times, too, if sometimes made you're... made it to 36. Deep-
0: I'm sorry. Huh? I couldn't make it past 21 if I wanted to do that. That's,
1: <laughs> but, uh, no. but I But you know what I'm saying that that is that sometimes 20. if you get deeper into a relationship and maybe he does not feel that he does not want to be that person that has sex with somebody who he's only known for a month or so. And,
0: and that's you different. Know, you can say, I'm one of those people that are, are sex is a very important thing to me. It's not something I enter into lightly. I don't do it unless I know this is going to go somewhere. That's different than I'm waiting until marriage.
1: So now I'm going to put this question out there. Would you rather have a the person that wants to wait until things get more serious? Would you rather have the guy that has sex every night with a different girl, or would you rather have? Um, no, I'm going to put you. I'm going to give you those two decisions. Which would you rather?
0: Which would I rather? Yeah, I'd rather be celibate and be with neither. You didn't give me much choice on this one.
1: No, I'm not going to give you. Much.
0: I have Bob at home, okay? I have B.O.B., B., my battery-operated boyfriend. I don't need Mr. One-Night Stand, and I definitely won't need Mr. Celibate. I mean, Mr. Abs, you know, he's going to be absent, That's great. He's not going to have any, well, at least he doesn't worry about having blood tests before the marriage. He knows he's clean. Problem. Now
1: I'm going to throw something else out. I can't prove it. But now I'm going to throw something else out there to you. If someone came to you tomorrow, the man upstairs said, Mary, I'm going to send you the guy of your dreams, the person who you want, the person who is perfect and is everything that you want him to be. But there's only one catch. You can't have sex with him until after you get married. Would that make a difference?
0: Sure, it would make a difference. If the guy upstairs came and told me his plan, and said you can't have sex until you get married, when the guy showed up, I'd go for the confirmation, hey, is this the one? Yeah. Okay. We get married in Vegas like the day after. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just kidding. I, okay, a month. I would give it a month.
1: <laughs> well, what if he said, I Let's want Vegas to date shirt. about a year and a half before I feel comfortable with <laughs> this <year." laughs>
0: Everybody is different. I'm not saying that you should absolutely, absolutely never, it, like cut all ties with this person. But definitely, if something that big is coming between you, if it's something she's saying, she's she's writing an advice columnist because she's saying, I can't do it. She needs somebody to tell her, you already said you can't do it. It's okay. It's all right. It's not nice. But then when it comes to your own heart, you shouldn't be nice. You should, I'm so selfish, you should look out for number one. Well, a because bit more if you're happy, you are more able to make your partner happy.
1: Well, now I'm a little bit more confused, because this girl kind of seems more uh, hypocritical in this letter, because I'm going to assume that since this letter, she has known since the month ago, since they started dating, that she knows what the situation is, so why is she still holding on? If it's too big of a difference to hoping, overcome.
0: She's hoping to convince him otherwise. And convincing never Look, works. If, if I accepted, tried to convince you that you have to walk on your hands, it's better for you, it's not going to work. You're going to resist. You're going to sit there and say, "My feet have worked for the last thirty-five years. Why would I want to switch to my hands now?"
1: Well, which now brings back the point that you said at the beginning. If you knew off, if you knew this, then you'd dump him. But why stand around and wait to try and change something that may not change? So he he may receives, not have known really, right away. Huh?
0: She may not have known right away. That's not something that comes up on the first date, usually. I'm pretty See, sure it's going to come
1: within the first three do Don't have
0: sex or, until i married.
1: But I'm pretty sure it's going to come within at least the first three or four. But I was like, why think, why, but, but if why, there, why right this to is the,
0: Chicago, three or four dates could last a month.
1: I, I know, but then again, uh, here's I'm going to play devil's advocate. Not that I'm disagreeing with any of this, but the thing is, is that if she is waiting to hear back from said sex columnist, but she already knows in her mind that this is not going to work. Why do you need an advice columnist to tell you what you're already pretty much telling yourself?
0: Because all women think we're going to be lone Spencers in a house full of cats. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the point. All weird. women I mean, if it that are single then... and over the age of 30 think that we are unlovable and we are going to become Spencers and we are going to grow up in a house full of cats unless they're one of those people that are, like, absolutely in love with themselves, which is great for
1: them. I mean, I'm not going to be we all writing,
0: have
1: that fear. I'm not going to be writing Dear Abby to wait back on a response for something that I already know is not going to work. If you already know it's not going to work, why well, write a sex advice columnist for this? I mean, there's no need. Because to me, if you're writing a sex advice columnist trying to seek a second opinion, then there is something there that you're holding on to with the hopes that you're able to change this guy, which pretty much will go back to the first point that I'm saying is that, It can't be that big of a bother if you're waiting to hear back from at least a second person on this, if it was such a big deal. Thank you.
0: (laughs) However, back to the original question, if it were that big of a deal to me, then I would not see him anymore. I'm not saying that I would cut off all ties. Because it might be just something simple like, you know, I still want that person in my life, that person needs their space and their growth and their you whatever can't. it is that they're you, going through.
1: You can't have it both ways. It either no, is. No, or no, no. I'm not saying
0: that I would have that. I'm not saying that I would date them. I'm saying that I would not cut all ties. Because what happens if that? If I cut all ties and was like, if, you know, F you, I'm gone, peace out.
1: No, Ladies. if
0: that guy is really such a great guy that you're writing an advice column this for because you're questioning that you are being way too sticky about the situation, then maybe there is something there. And maybe there is something that you just have to step away from and look at yourself first and go, well, maybe this is something I can overcome. If it's not something you can overcome, then it's not. If it is, then it is. But it's not, gotta, you can't convince him. I can't I, convince you.
1: All i got to say is this, ladies, that if you're in that same situation, it either is or it isn't. And if you do think that it isn't, then you're just going to have to cut it. And don't think there will be no uh cutting of ties and still being friends because it will not be. He doesn't want to have oh, no, anything no, to no. You, I don't after think he can still point. be friends.
0: But, <laughs> but he can stop dating them. And then later on in life if they come back and they say, you know what, I've been thinking about you, you could start over again. But you need to look at yourself. Back. He
1: won't come this back. This is all he's about tr-
0: looking at he's, the person he, that it is writing the
1: article. He will She's not come a wishy washy person. He won't come back, I guarantee you, because the thing No, he is, probably that, won't. No, he will not, I guarantee you. Because the thing he is that if you could not stick around with him during that transition, the first girl that does and does stick by with him, he's going to marry her. And at that point, you are forgotten, and you will be there with your ten cats or whatever you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, your house and cats. <laughs> it, it comes down to you have to work on yourself. She obviously has something. That, it's not the guy anymore. I'm not worried about the guy. The guy has his, his, he's already made his decision. Bravo. Congratulations. You know, happy for you. Hope it works out. I do have the one guy. the guy.
1: What if the guy was uh, a multi-millionaire? Would you dump him?
0: If that if it was that big of a deal for me, yes. Wow! But it's not that big of a deal for me. I don't care.
1: <laughs> ah. She's saying it's that
0: big of a deal for her. I'm running out. I'm running in the in the. I'm giving advice to the woman that's saying it's that big of a deal for her. I think it's ridiculous. Really. <laughs> It's really ridiculous. There are so many other things to do. And so many people have, I'm sorry, I would love to have a relationship that's an actual relationship and not, hey, dude, let me see your boobs. (laughs) Grab me another beer. (laughs) I I would love to have that. I would love to have that. I am different than her. She has some real soul searching to do. And this is the only thing that I'm going to say about it. She needs help. She does. Not him. She does. And the reason that I'm telling her to dump the guy is because the guy deserves better. Because she ain't it. Because if she's questioning that, she d- she has a lot of work to do. Yep. She ain't it. Congratulations to the guy. He just dodged a bullet on that one.
1: But <laughs> that was a very interesting uh, topic of conversation there. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, ladies who are potentially psychopaths, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, that <was> <laughs> <laughs> an interesting article for the Huffington Post this week, and it, it talked about, well, actually, it kind of gave, um, it, well, first, it kind of gave its definition of psychopathy before we kind of go into this. And, of course, if you don't know what it is, please look at it in a dictionary. But anyway, they had a list of professions um, that <laughs> psychopaths, other than the normal run-of-mill axe murderer, that, they tend to gravitate towards or away from. I thought this was a very interesting article because if you. It had a plus psychopathy and a minus psychopathy. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, the plus psychopathy um, will. It was more or less the ones that people tended to go towards. And then the minus ones were the ones that they was, tend to gravitate away from. Now, on that That's list, now, the ones that tend to gravitate psychopaths in itself, uh, the, the professors that they tend to gravitate towards, were CEO, that was number one on the list, <laughs> lawyer, media, TV radio, <laughs> salesperson, surgeon, journalist, which I think is both. I don't know why journalists would be different for TV radio, but anyway, police officer, clergy person, chef, civil servant. And then on the minus path, it was care aide, nurse, therapist, craftsperson, a beautician, stylist, charity worker, teacher, creative artist, doctor, and accountant. And it said that most of the professions, uh, especially uh, the ones that I just mentioned, those ten, required human uh, connection, dealing with feelings, and most of them don't offer much power. Now, psychopaths, by the way of their nature, would not be drawn or very good at those. And on the other hand, the ones I named earlier, Offer power and many uh, require an ability to make objective, clinical decisions divorced from feelings. Psychopaths would be drawn to these roles and thrive there. Now that said, I didn't think Chef would uh, <laughs> read that list. But uh, which one surprised you in terms of the ones that they gravitated towards?
0: CEO. Really? CEO. Because you do, you do you realize how much work you have to do to be a CEO? You either have to be born into it, make what? it up yourself, which, of course, in that case, you are a psychopath. Um, or you have to work hard to get up to that point. Now, if you're working hard to get up to that point, how can you be a psychopath? You now, have to work with all those people. That one actually surprised me. Shuck um, surprised me a little bit, but not much.
1: <laughs> I was actually more Perfect. surprised that clergy person would have been on that list. Uh, really? Yeah, I see some really crazy clergy people. Well, Come on uh, now. I, well, I, and I see, I need to know by way of clergy person which they meant because if you meant your traditional, you know, persons that you know weren't starting their own religion, <laughs> um, you know <laughs> what I mean. I'm not going to go into it. But the more traditional that get a calling, I, I would think that those people would not be as psychopathic because it's a calling from a higher source but the ones who probably were doing it based off of their own thoughts and opinions, probably, yeah, I would agree with that then. journalist, I actually thought, was surprising as well. Uh, for uh, But the thing I do, I do say media, TV, radio, yeah, that is a possibility because yes, there are a few, and I'm not saying names,
0: uh, who could, <laughs> probably
1: could be along the lines of psychopaths. Um, I raised my hands. I've seen a few this week. Uh, but, yes, but, yeah, I was a little surprised at that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the list, it's not surprising at the end of the day. CEO, actually, I think because of the fact that they have, they yield so much power over the company, that's not surprising That to me. That uh, <laughs> they could be a psychopath. I've worked with a couple that probably could be psychopaths. But, yes, it, it was very surprising in there, but uh, even a civil servant. But then again, I was like, it could happen. Have you
0: ever worked at a civil office?
1: No, I haven't. That okay,
0: you don't have to be a psychopath to work as a civil servant. But once you become one, they they make you into a psychopath. Are you kidding me? I I will vouch. They make you go crazy. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, actually, an update to a last story from last week, and I wanted to get through this one because we're not going to go through all of it because we're running out of time here. But there was a backup story. Last week we talked about tipping, and the lady, uh, the mom who uh, left tipping tip and did said single mom, sorry. Well, now comes word of another story uh, from Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, this happened to a lady by the name of Chloe Tepe. And a former Pizza Hut employee in Des Moines, Iowa was so ticked off, after she denied him a tip that he allegedly, (laughs) he pulled down his pants and he urinated on her front door. Uh, She told KCCI uh, that it was just one of those things where, unfortunately, I don't have the money, and security cameras at her apartment complex caught the delivery man in the act, a Pizza Hut manager who went to the apartment building to see the footage for himself, said the driver had later been fired, and, of course, it's not the first time that a person who found himself in hot water after neglecting to leave a tip Earlier this year, a Texas family was locked inside a restaurant in Houston after refusing to pay an automatic 17% gratuity. And then we talked about last week the lady who left no tip on a $138 meal by saying, uh, signing single mom sorry in the tip line instead. And uh, surprised or not surprised now at this outlash by a lot of uh, people in the waiting industry.
0: Are you kidding? I'm not surprised. How many times have people joked about, I don't want to complain about the food, because, or I don't want to send the food back because I don't want the chef to spit in it?
1: <laughs>
0: Hello, that started somewhere.
1: <laughs> it uh, may
0: not be true for that restaurant, but it's based, in fact, from somewhere. No, I'm not surprised. I, I'm kind of surprised that they got it caught. but <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those cameras and right it's outside. Open.
0: It's a pizza delivery. Come on. Yeah.
1: Uh, Whatever. But I did want to get to this story because I thought this was very, very interesting. But beer, it seems, really does a body good. But I'm not going with who this came from. This was according to Heineken's chief commercial officer, who went on CNBC and offered his expert advice on the health benefits of the alcoholic beverage. Last Friday, Heineken executive Alexis Nasgaard made his health-conscious pitch on CNBC's morning show. And... (laughs) He said, quote, beer is much less calories than many uh, things that you think about. He said beer already has less calories than a glass of milk. That's probably one thing you didn't know, Uh, although he jokingly stopped short of recommending the drink to small children. He said the other thing is also that beer is one of the few drinks which actually is pretty natural. It's water, hops, barley, and yeast, which is quite healthy. Now, according to Women's Health Magazine's comprehensive chart, a bottle of Heineken contains 150 calories. For comparison, a cup of whole milk contains about 150 calories. And a cup of fat-free milk contains about 90 calories. Now, of course, Heineken is the, world, uh, the world's third largest brewer. And the health benefits of alcoholic beverages have been long touted by the industry, as evidenced by Guinness's classic, A Guinness a Day is Good for You advertising campaign. And many studies have been commissioned to research the claim, and the verdict is generally mixed. But, as Time Magazine reports, many studies suggest that moderate alcohol consumption, one drink for uh, women, two drinks a day for men, may be good for the body. Some also suggest drinkers of all types tend to live longer than non-drinkers. In addition, beer is rich in dietary silicone, <laughs> silicone, which increases bone density and may help fight osteoporosis. This, according to researchers from the Department of Food and Science Technology at the University of California. So, when you read that article, <laughs> go out and drink a beer. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did not ask anyone to pass me my Heineken.
1: <laughs> sorry. Uh, um, but if there was one food that you wanted healthy that you could make healthy, what would it be?
0: Better Than Sin Cake by Lamar Evans.
1: <laughs>
0: that put on some poundage. I'm sorry. That stuff's good, though. Um, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I'd say chocolate but everybody's all like, Oh my body's bar chocolate if you eat dark chocolate, it's actually good for you. Like, I don't want dark chocolate, I want milk chocolate, sweet candy bar sugarness. No, I'm sorry. I have a sweet tooth.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are so many things <laughs> that I wish were healthier. I wish like vegetables actually taste like candy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a good Chicago-style pizza to at least be healthy for you somewhere.
0: Oh, bratwurst. <laughs>
1: that too. Big,
0: juicy, greasy bratwurst with <laughs> all the trimmings. Uh, see, now I'm drooling. Ugh.
1: Well, we got a couple of minutes left. Uh, are there any shout-outs you would like to give?
0: Um, a couple. Full. They're a couple of days early, though. Um, one is to all the active, retired yes. um, troops, um, mm-hmm. veterans, et cetera. Thank you for what you did and what you continue to do for, you know, this great nation of ours. Um, also, uh very special birthday coming up on Veterans Day. So a happy birthday, Mom. Yeah, ah, I think that covers birthday. everybody, doesn't it?
1: Actually, almost, Uh Actually, to a very special person in my life, I would like to wish them a happy birthday Sunday as well. They have we been celebrating their birthday. I wish I could be with them. Um, mm-hmm. But I will be here, unfortunately. So um, they the know cold. who they are. Huh? Mm-hmm. In the cold. <laughs> yes, they know who they are. So a happy birthday to them. And also, yeah, I did want to take this time out, and that's why I kind of left a couple of uh, minutes here uh, to thank all of our veterans and a very happy, happy Veterans Day coming up this Sunday. Uh, actually, there was a great story that I came across uh, about a vet who is doing a lot that he can to uh, help support the vets by doing a million push-ups. And I'm going to post that article on our uh, our uh, Facebook page, and uh, I will also put it on our uh, Twitter page as well. And actually, if you want to help him out... Um, definitely uh, do so i mean uh, it's a great thing he started doing this i think at the beginning of the year and he did like a few a day and then it kind of added on more and more and he would get up in the morning and do these and then he would do them sometimes at work and he said his work was so uh into it because he i think he actually works for the government and uh so they were all for it and it's just a great story and he is uh like i said doing this for uh, his fellow veterans so uh to all of you there's no thanks or greater thanks in the world. I mean, if you could give all the money in the world, it would not be enough in terms of a thank you. And I would tell anybody the most that they can do. If you see a veteran this weekend, or if, even if you, even after this weekend, whenever you see a veteran, thank them. Because, you know, it's they don't have to. And when the call of duty comes, these are the people who... You know, you see in the cartoons where they all everybody there's a guys that step forward and actually step up. So, uh, very happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there. And uh, with that, anything else to add?
0: I think that's it.
1: Well, we've got about a minute left, but uh, like I said, there's a great there's some great specials I'm sure that are coming on this weekend too in honor of Veterans Day. I think CNN has a couple of big ones too. So if you really want to see some. Great stories. Uh, watch that, too, as well this weekend. But for everything else that breaks, you can catch us on uh, News ETR on Twitter where I will have my witty uh, banterisms with you throughout the weekend. But uh, <laughs> coming up on Monday actually will be our second anniversary here. I don't know what I got planned yet. I don't even know what I have planned yet for next week. So stay tuned to that. Maybe I might do something special on Monday. So uh, with that... Thank you once again, my friend, and thanks to all of you for listening. We can't do it without you, and drop us a line sometime. But like I said, uh, we can't do this without you, so thanks so much, and we will see you next time here on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace.